0: Welcome to the Next Level Income Show, where we help you raise your income, your investments, and your life to the next level. I'm your host, Chris Larson. You can get a free copy of our book at nextlevelincome.com. Just click on the book link. Also, if you'd like to learn more about our institutional quality investments, check out our invest link. On today's show, you do not want to miss Gary Wilson's story. Gary bought his first property at 22, sold it, doubled his money, and then didn't do anything for almost 15 years. At 35, he made his first real estate investment, and by 40, was financially independent. Today, he's going to share what he's up to today, all of his seven books that he's written, and how he helps investors get the most out of their investing strategy. Today's show is sponsored by Money Insights and their Investment Optimizer Strategy. In my book, I share how I use the same strategy starting over a decade ago to invest my money in two places at one time. This strategy has been used by the wealthiest for generations for estate planning, minimizing taxes, preserving wealth, and increasing stability for their investments. Now you can do the same thing. In addition, you can build a plan to build an emergency fund, pay for college, fund a business, plan for retirement, and ultimately optimize your total financial picture. To find out more information, check us out at the banking link at nextlevelincome.com. On today's show, we have Gary Wilson, gary bought his first property in his early 20s turned it around after two years and made a tremendous profit but then didn't do anything for almost 15 years at the age of 35 he decided he had to exit corporate america less than five years later at age 40 he was able to retire from corporate america and today he's done thousands of real estate transactions and he's shifted from doing fix and flips to nine figure commercial deals Gary's a self-made multimillionaire building real estate enterprise, including brokerage, rental management, investment services, settlement services, and appraisal services. He is the author of seven real estate investment books. He's the founder, trainer, and coach of the Path to Profit System. And today he joins us to share his story. Welcome to the Next Level Income Show, where it's our goal to raise your income, investments, and life to the next
1: level with your host, Chris Larson. Get your free copy of his book at nextlevelincome.com forward slash book. Also, if you're an accredited investor, check out the
0: invest link to learn how to gain access to institutional quality real estate opportunities. Gary, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, no, I I had a great time on your podcast, uh, which I shared with the audience here. Um, Man, you got some awesome projects that you're working on. I can't wait to dig into that. But I also, as I mentioned a little bit in the intro, um, with your background, I'd love to tell you, you know, have you tell the audience kind of how you went from, you know, a computer scientist to, you know, some of these projects you're doing now.
1: Yeah, well, really, it all started actually in college. We were to the orientation the summer before freshman year to take all the, the placement exams, what English you're going to be in, what math you're going to be in, all that the core classes for freshman and sophomore. And uh, met a guy named Socrates. And we ended up becoming we became very good friends, in fact, best friends, and we became roommates. And in fact, in a student union center, when we finished our exams, came up, coming back to wrap up the, the two-day event and head home, our parents were sitting there talking to each other. They're like, how cool is this? Because we wanted to be roommates. So we called the the student, uh, whatever they call them, human resources. And we said, we want to be roommates. Can we switch a roommates? They said, absolutely. So, you know, when we graduated college, I'll, I'll, I'll bypass all the beer, <laughs> the four years of beer, and how similar that we got degrees and all that. But we were going to go out and, and and rent a house down on the beach, you know, because we we're both making good money. We're like, why not? We're 22, 23 years old. And his dad said, oh, no, he says, you're not going to rent. You're going to buy. And you're gonna you're gonna buy a house so you're gonna make you some money of course like socrates comes from that background his dad was a big investor nobody in my family was an investor so my mom was afraid uh, definitely afraid of buying a house let alone me buying a house right out of college so he helped us buy this four bedroom two bathroom rancher and we rented out the other two bedrooms to two other guys whose combined rent pretty much paid all of our cost i mean we had you know i mean as far as that goes we had a first we had three mortgages on the property it was creative financing to the nth degree. We assumed a mortgage, wow. refinanced another one, gave a private note for a third. And I get married two years later and Socrates bought me out. I had a total of maybe 3000 into it and I pulled 8,000 out in two years and live essentially for free. I'm thinking this is pretty cool stuff. The thing that I did though, is a typical kid, I didn't listen Mr. Demet. When we closed, we went to his beach houses at the Otter Banks from North Carolina. We're standing on, the, on the, the top deck and he's pounding his chest. saying, if you boys do what I tell you to do, you won't have to work for anybody you're 35 years old. Of course, we didn't listen. We bought cars and boats and all kinds of fun stuff. In any case, 10 years later, I'm waking up in the corporate world and doing, doing well. I was being promoted regularly and yeah. moving up. I was reporting directly to the executives. And I didn't buy a single property other than my own home since then. And I remember thinking, what if I had listened to him? Because I felt like, Chris, I was literally dying on the on the vine in the corporate. World. I, I was doing well but was not happy. So I started investing aggressively. And by the time I was 40, I was able to retire. Um when case that degree in computer science got me 18 years of corporate experience, management experience, a lot of experience dealing with politics and and, and really how to you know put your head to work hard and, and you know p- position yourself so that you're promoted to the next level. So here's what I found out: people don't get other people because of what they did. They promote them because of what they believe they can do, right? So if you're if you're just a nine to five guy, but you're a good worker, don't expect to be promoted. Just get your raises, and that's all you're going to get. You want to be promoted, you got to get in earlier than the nine to, than the nine to five Act stay as later if, right? Yep. And you got to take on projects. You got to say yes to opportunity, right? Ask for it, and that's how you get promoted. So. That world was not for me, though. I just had a lot of valuable skills. And I got into investing, started buying little duplexes and fourplexes, and flipping and, you know, single family homes and things like that. And that was my life for for a couple of years. I I built up a little portfolio of 40, 45 units. I was able to leave the corporate world. Um, And then I had this strange sensation of feeling guilty. Because I am 40 years old, Every day I go down on my deck with a cup of coffee and the paper in my, in my bathrobe, watching my neighbors drive off to work. And it, it just took a year for me to get used to, to, to give myself permission to say, you know what, I, I earned that. I literally bought my own freedom. Um, and actually worked harder as a result. I really went busters on the investing, Chris, and I, I started really learning and uh, connecting with people that were twice my age who'd done, done times more than I had and, and take them to lunch and go visit their properties and help out. I would go help them for free. So I wanted yeah. to learn, Yeah, you know? um, that's, that was, that was the beginning phase or I was start call that phase one, you know? So, yeah. yeah.
0: So I love it. I love, I mean, I love your story. And I, I just, I was kind of amazed when, you know, we first spoke just some of the similarities and like we're talking about before the show, like, you feel like you're, you're a little bit ahead of me, but our, our paths have been so mirrored, you know, the ages we bought our first properties, you know, spending 18 years in corporate America. Um, but there's a couple of things you said in there that are just just solid gold, in my opinion, for those. A lot of people I talked to Gary, they're listening like, well, I didn't start when I was 21 or I didn't start when I was 22. But like you, I spent 15 years doing the wrong stuff. How old were you when you got back into it again?
1: I was I was 30. I had you know, got married, had children. Yeah. I'm, I'm so like 35. Like, yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So 35. So again, if you're listening, Gary, he started in his early twenties, but he really didn't start till he was 35. And yep. that's what it, it took me. I think I was 30. Um, yeah. You know, almost I was 33, almost 35 when I was like, Oh, there's, there's a way better way to do this. Um, but then he said yep. something else. You said, don't expect to get promoted for doing your job. You yep. need to act as if you're doing your boss's job to get promoted. I think that's yep. such great advice. Um, yep. I grew up in a family. My mother was an assistant teacher. I, my stepfather was a contractor. And they would talk about how, oh, we don't, you know, I don't get paid enough to work that hard. And I just remember thinking and shaking my head and thinking like, you're never, yep. you, know, you know, you're not going to get anywhere doing that. Um, yep. So again, if, if you're listening and heard that from Gary, I want to underscore that if you look, if you want to go to the next level of your career, the best thing you can do is look at your boss, think like your boss and start acting like that. Find a way to yeah. do that. Um, yeah. All right. So, Gary, you, you started with the single family homes. Um, it, it took you only five years to go from basically zero to retired. Then you said you, you shifted into high gear. What, what does that mean? What, how have you transformed from those, those yeah. you know, small fix and flips to what, you know, and we can start talking about some of the projects you're doing today. I can't wait.
1: Yeah. So, so what happened, um, <clears throat> there was a couple of things going on at this point. Number one, as you might imagine, I had a, I had a, my own crew, you know, like, yeah. like managing those 44 units, you know, I definitely did not want to be the person go clean them out when somebody left and show all the vacancies. I, I, I did in the beginning, I did yeah. everything. Yeah. even cleaning on the first couple of ones, I did everything. So what I started doing was, um, find people that I thought, you know, they got the work ethic. They seem like good, straight, reliable people. I'll give them one role to do like on a part-time basis because most, some of them are actually tenants and they had regular jobs. Hmm. And I give, I give an example. One time I was in a pinch and I had to have one of my units be shown, but I couldn't be there. I just physically was there. So I called one of my tenants two doors down and I said, Hey, you know, Hey, would you mind going to show this unit? I'll tell you where you can find a spare key. Just show them the all I want you to do. You don't have to do anything else. And I'll, I'll, I'll knock off 50 bucks off your rent. So get back at the end of the day, I called her and say, how'd that go? She said, well, i got a lease. So what are you talking about? She said, well, I I, I uh, kept blank copies of what you gave me when I wrote it from you. And I went over there with, with an uh, 8.5-11 notepad and a pen and asked him all the questions you asked me and showed him around and and asked him, you know, did he did he want to commit to the And he wrote a check in your name for the security deposit. And I've got the security deposit form already filled out. And I was like, holy crap. I said, would you like to do more of that? She said, yes, Mr. Wilson. I would love to. I was trying to feed my daughter and my day job is okay, but I want more than that out of life. And I said, you're my gal. Yep. Uh, leaders that are managing my property management business. I built a business from scratch. It all started with that one move. So what happened is fast forward. um, I was invited to a radio program one Saturday morning, one of the, one of the guys that taught real estate investing, we call them the, the, the late night gurus, you know, yeah, their yeah. gurus, and I knew who he was. And I said, said, it was a Sunday morning business program. I knew the program because I listened to it myself. And I said, really? I said, yeah, I'd be, I'd be excited to do that. So I get up a 500 more anyway. So I drove down there and he called me Monday and he said, I just want to tell you, I sold more training programs over the weekend because of your interview ever before he said, would you come to one of my classes? And just go and have lunch with the guy so they can see you're a real person, you're a regular guy. Yeah. You drive a truck, which I, I did at the time, and you you do you learn everything on your own. I said, absolutely. So that turned into me coming one, I think a half a story every month just to do like a cameo appearance and teach one subject. A cameo, didn't, I love that, Gary. Yep. Didn't get anything from it. They'd got nothing out of that other than the it was fun. I enjoyed because these people were hungry for information. Yeah. Um, well, they found out I had my. I got my realtor's license because I was frustrated by the fact that most realtors didn't really know how to help me as an investor. Now, I'm not saying commercial agents. I'm strictly speaking residential. Wonderful people, really good at helping you and I buy our own home. They were not trained to work with investors. That's one of the no. big misses on, on residential real estate, yeah. which includes anything up to four units. It's like mind boggling. They don't address. So in any case, I used to tell them, no, I don't do that. I don't, I don't, I don't use my license to do work with others and asked about a hundred times I realized maybe God should tell me something so I went in and I said okay look And the average class is 25 people I said I can take two of you I I got enough for my schedule I can call on two of you and I learned my first marketing lesson what happens when you tell a group of 25 people only two of them can do the thing they all want to do (laughs) so I realized okay I'm going to make a business out of this too and I did built a brokerage company out of it we were the fastest growing company I three years running, and I, then I then those people wanted me to manage their properties. And again, I used to say, "No, I don't. My team's my team. When I want to get into management. It's it's, it's horrible. It's it's uh, you know nobody. is a thankless job." And uh, and I again, I God's trying to give me a hint. After about a hundred years, so I took the top my top favorite uh, clients. about eight of them, and I they it, it was a total of forty units I took under my belt thinking, this is actually pretty good because I systematized it. What I did, Chris, is I took my, my systems experience from banking and applied it to real estate, which was a big deal because back then, real estate was really like the wild, wild west. I mean, there was no organization, no structure. The, the, the corporate structure, were, but not out of the sales side of things. It was just pretty much the wild, wild west. So I, I structured that and they loved it. And that thing grew to units in three years. Oh. So now I got this other business going on. So I, and by the way, I started a brokerage, my own brokerage, at the same time. So I had brokerage for sales, and management for for, and they both fed each other business, of course. And next thing you know, I'm making more on the businesses than I'm making on the on the properties. And they go, "Wow, that's pretty awesome." And uh, and by the way, great lesson. I, I met Robert Kiyosaki. I took all his training years ago, yeah. and uh, paid to meet him for a weekend at a lake. Uh, and I said, I just want to run some buyer here. I know that I'm cash flow quadrant, you know, on the left side, you get employees and self-employed on the right side where you want to be a investor. Be nice. And I said, Robert, I just want to tell you, I'm glad I have all my investments. It was basically the foundation upon which I launched these other businesses. and yeah. actually gave me more money. He said, he said, that's exactly yeah. the way you do it. Yeah. He said, a lot of yeah. people misunderstand the whole thing. They think investing is the end game. It's only part of it. Owning right. businesses is the other part. And that's that. uh, yeah, everybody listening. I would write that one down, guys. One of the yeah. biggest lessons I ever learned. You want to have property and you want to have businesses. Now, my opinion is make them all related, the same business sector. Because if you own a pizza shop and you own an auto garage, there's no way you're going to be able to to leverage one off the other and, and commingle systems and operations. If you,
0: Make sure your pizzas on the engines somehow. I don't know.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Really? So Chris, that was really the beginning of of phase two. And uh, that was a huge happens. Check this out. It's not like you double your net worth and your income. It's usually exponential, the growth. It's like a factor of 10, you know?
0: Yeah. And it's, I love, I love how we're breaking this up into phases because um, it, it gives us a chance to kind of walk through uh, some of the mm-hmm. lessons here, Gary. So I think what you said there, I mean, I'll never forget. I, I ran into a gentleman, a book, bookstore in maybe 2000 who handed me um, Richard Porta. And said, so you, you need to read this because we are in the finance mm-hmm. section. And I was in my kind of learning period. And I, I've experienced the same thing. This is what I go through with my coaching clients is you need that base of investments to give you the income so you can walk away from your job So then you can focus on what you want. And the thing that I've noticed, I'd love to hear your feedback on this, you know, my what I was striving for, and it sounds like you kind of hit the same point, you hit that point of financial independence, you're sitting there in your robe, chilling in the morning, drinking your coffee. And you're like, all right, there's got to be more than this. Mm -hmm. And, and that's when I said, Oh, there's this opportunity to grow. And that's where you enter that that business quadrant. And that's what I've been explaining to my coaching clients is look, you're going, once you get to that point, you're going to realize that there's a whole nother level that you now have access to oh, yeah. because of the time and the freedom. And the other piece that I found, Gary, is that when you do have that time and freedom, you don't do what somebody else wants you to do. You do what you want to do. Yep. That's so exactly. I love that. So again, um, use the, use the I quadrant from rich dad, poor dad to drive your ability to get into the B quadrant. And that's where true yeah. exponential wealth is made. I love that. So yeah. let's talk about that, that jumped um, in wealth um, going into phase three. Mm-hmm. We were talking about yeah. some of your projects you have now, Gary. Um, well, yeah. what, what does that kind of encompass as you push, push through into these next levels?
1: Yeah, it really actually phase three. I would really say it's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's a the same steps as phase two. It's just much bigger. So, for example, uh, I, you know, I was built built I built these companies. I even had a title company, an appraisal company, and another really good lesson in business is if you've already got a, a client, you've, you've got a, a captive audience of client client base you're serving, yeah. Yeah. chances are they need more than just one thing. Like in banking, think about it. You get a checking account, a savings account, a CD, an IRA. You know all kinds of things right even insurance now and other investments so in real estate i realized every client i had obviously needed a property manager already had that but every time they bought a property they needed title insurance so it's okay let's do that and every time they buy a property they need to have an appraisal this was before the the the, Cong, the congress um changed all the rules on that back in like 2010 i think it was yeah um so, we didn't have to market anymore to get the clients. We just served the same clients multiple times. Um, but, in any case, uh, when I was talking to Mr. Kaki, um, he said, it, I got asked him that question. I said, Well, now what do you do? If you build these businesses, then this, is that it? And he said, No. You funnel all that back into your real estate. But he said, Now you're going into the bigger arena of commercial. Yeah. And boy, did I do that in a big way. I went out and bought a unit apartment complex. and um, and that was a big a big deal for me at the time. But you know what, man, it was awesome. We we took that place. We used the rents. Um, I, I could have lived off that one complex. You know, yeah. it, it was that that profitable. Um, so that got me into the commercial arena. And fast forward, it got me into the business end of the commercial arena. Right. So in other words, it I, Gary Wilson first learned himself. I bought that big apartment complex. Right. Um, and then later on, I recognized, uh, I built this, I have this national team now. We have agents in 27 states, so I've got a national presence. And because of that national presence and the experience we have on the investing side, we started attracting other investors who do not do anything related to brokers. They just are simply investors. So we have uh, one project right now I can tell you about. It's in, it's in Pittsburgh, and there's an area called Mount Washington. That overlooks the three rivers, the famous three rivers, right? Pittsburgh yeah. Three Rivers, the Point and the full Stadium, the casino, the baseball stadium. So I know the owners of the tabletop property. We call that tabletop, meaning it's flat and it's on the yeah. top and it's a couple acres. And uh, we're, we're, we are we're have um, um, a few people who are we're down to the wire now. One guy's actually flying in in a, in a couple from Chicago. They build retirement, uh, uh, high end retirement homes. Um, or house, excuse me. So yeah. they like the idea of, you know, we, we have areas uh, um, up to 26 stories and it's two acres. You figure, do the math on that. You're looking at 2 million plus buildable feet, okay? Now, even if they did half of that, um, the the cost to build, depending on what you're building, you know, it could be 200 to 500 a foot. You know, this is going to be somewhere around a 300 range. Um, but we believe it's going to be 400 by the time it's all because costs keep going up. It's like uh, two, yeah. two,
0: two per month. Yeah, you had amenities and all those sorts of things, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Over 300 the, square foot. not not unreasonable. Yep.
1: Yeah, but the aggregate, the projected aggregate sale value at the end is, is over $800 million. And, and awesome. I, and guys, I know some of you listeners are saying, well, that's way out of my league. It was for me too. I didn't, I this way. I mean, my, believe me when I was a kid, I was on the school lunch program I or goodwill clothes. Okay. And when I bought that house with Socrates, my mom was was literally trying to talk me out of it. That's like too big of a move for our family. Right. We were yeah. renters. Yeah. So for this to happen, it's not like I was always like this. It's not an overnight success. It may look like it, but it's after 36 years of plugging away, even taking tenure from the beginning. So in any case, um, you know, to fill in a little little um, uh, suggestion I have for anybody out there who's an agent, okay, if you're a real estate agent or a broker, um, whenever you get into a development project, okay, land development, where the builders come in and build after the developer, the pipes and the cable and the roads and all that, always ask for the, the broker's rights on a minimum sales. So I'm doing on sales and management, okay? Yeah. Um, so in any case, so I always think of the possibilities. How can you how can you further serve this person and ask for it? Because if you don't ask, you are definitely not going to get it. Yeah. I'm not saying you're going to get every single thing you ask asked for. I mean, the fact is, just like in baseball, baseball players swing at every pitch. Nope. But you've got to be in the game to receive the pitches. You've got to analyze properties. You've got to ask questions. And you're not even going to hit every one you swing at. But you've got to swing to get a hit. You might get a first base, second base, third base. Maybe you get a home run. Maybe every now and then you're going to get a grand slam home run. But this is, and, uh, yeah. and I'm telling you, um, if you really knew more of my background, I am the least likely person to be doing this. I was computer science for crying out loud. My my head was buried in a computer. I was not talking to other human beings. Okay, <laughs> so, so this is um you know way outside the natural comfort zone. But when you get a taste of it. I'm telling you, listening here, you know, you know, you gotta, you gotta tell yourself, give yourself permission to believe that you're capable of doing it too. Because I know if I can do it, you can do it, all right. And and you've gotta, you've gotta ask and you gotta swing the bat. I mean, that's the key. We got other projects Absolutely. going on. We're working on. Uh, we just landed a, a resort in India, a five-star resort in India. Um, we've got a land development deal in Oregon on one of the. From Cloverleaf, when you have a big an, yeah. an, an interchange, right? Yeah, yeah. So I I five on the west coast is like the I ninety five on the east coast. We got a land deal there where they they got the uh, approval for uh, a mall, you know, high density housing, low density housing, you know, restaurant, theaters, all kinds of stuff, and we're the we're the listing broker on that. Um, another one in two hundred and sixty seven acres in Florida on I five. I'm like nice. holy smokes. Um, we, you know, there's other projects too, but the thing is, is these all, the bigger ones have come about as a result of, of, of me and the team putting ourselves in that position. We say yes to opportunities. I'm telling you, if big opportunity comes your way and you think it's way bigger than where you are now, that's probably true. But if you're going to ever work on those kind of projects, you have to say yes. And then you, you have to think at that level. And act at that level, just like we talked about earlier, when you want to be promoted, yep. you can't keep thinking and acting at the level you're at. You can act at the level you want to be at. That's right. And then, right. And then yeah. you'll figure it out. I promise. Richard Branson said it perfectly. When opportunity comes your way, success, People said, what's your secret to success? He said when opportunity comes my way, I say yes, and then I figure it out. That's okay. Right.
0: I love it. So, I love it. Again, yeah. so many, so many great tips in there, Gary. One of my, one of my favorite quotes from a movie, it's a goofy movie called Employee of the Month. It's like not, there's like a, there's like a reason, a good Employee of the Month. Then there's this goofy movie Employee of the Month where it's about a guy that he like, I think comes back into the bank and like robs the bank, but he's got a great line. He, he's like a nobody, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, you got to decide who you want to be and then start being that person. Yeah. And I'm like, what a great line. And it's just, it's the, it's the same thing as act as if, and what I would call this Gary, and what you have. And I, I talk about so much when I want other podcasts is the abundance mentality. Yeah. You have to believe you have to go out. You have to learn. And what I've, you know, I wanted to have you on so much because of your story. You talk, you live it, you talk about it. You talk yeah. about how you started out, you learned, you walk the walk, you went out, you, you, you talk to people, you figure out how to do it. Then you scaled, you maintain that that mentality that you could you could do bigger. You look for opportunities and ways, continue to learn, talking to people like Robert Kiyosaki with his course. And then once you had the knowledge, you had the relationships, you had the team built around you, now you took it to that exponential level. And to yeah. hear you doing nine figure deals, I just, man, I love it. I just love it. And, and again, yeah. I want to underscore this. If you've been listening to this since the beginning, Gary started at 35. So I know if you're listening, I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm getting getting late in the game." You know, a lot of people yeah. think 35 is late in the game. Um, you got tons of time. So, Gary, the other thing I'd really love for you to do is share. So, who do you work with now? You've written seven books, or is it eight now? How many yeah. books have you written?
1: Uh, seven books. We we have uh, we have actually three more in the works. The next one yeah. is going to be purely commercial. Another one's um, I call a husband, father, brother, son. It's about the the role mm-hmm. of the. The man in the in the current world and her family and then a business um yeah. and then uh and there's a there's a there's a couple others we you know we're we're kind of visualizing on but those those two right there the first one will probably um be out this year the second one it's a toughie because it's it's my personal life and yeah. uh what happens is i get i go down nostalgia lane sometimes i get choked up because some of the i started that book in 2007 that's that's 15 oh, years wow. ago, and yeah. you just can imagine lives in 15 years, so, um, but I want to share that with people, um, it just, you know, it doesn't matter how the world, the, the point is that the world's going to change, politics will change, um, you know, society will change, cultures will change, everything will change, but the fact is, you know, you're, you still play a, a role of a father, if you have children, of son, you're, if you're alive, you, you're a son, right, uh, right. brother, if you got things and, uh, and, you know, of course, husband, if you're, if you're married and, you know, nowadays husband can mean a couple different, you're married to a woman or maybe you're, and I, I don't know what your, what your, your preference is, but, you know, um, for me, I'm, you know, I prefer, prefer a woman. I'm not, please do take that or not, but what else, you know, my, my it's son, all good, man. yeah, <laughs> it's all good. But the fact is, even if you, let's say you are married to another, a, a man married a man or woman married a woman still have that role, you know, and in business, you know, it doesn't mean that you're you're um, a caveman or you're a gorilla. What it means is, you know, people will look to you for leadership. They will look to women too, in fact. Okay. Right. But in, 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 in times of crisis so typically, you know, you're gonna you're gonna be asked to step up to the plate. And it, and if and if not the lead role, support the person who is, you know, and you in a support role. Play that role to the best you really it doesn't matter if you're supporting a man or a woman. you know you 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 be a man about it you know um i really sincerely hope this doesn't offend anybody but but the, the bottom line is you know we're you know genetically wired certain ways and that and you've got to honor that there's a role to play in this world no matter how the world changes and i, I suggest you find it you know pursue it and give it everything out and be the best at it you know it's a right. compromise That's- on principle you know? That's
0: right. Step up, be the best, do your best, yep. and that's why that's why I teach my boys every day. Look, your job, I'm, win or yep. lose, your job is to do your best, do your absolute best, and yep. you know, that's what I expect. Yep. So, Gary, if people want to get get your books, they want to learn how to work with you with your coaching yep. program. Maybe they're an agent or a broker, and they want to learn about how to become part of your network. What's the best way yep. to get in touch with sure.
1: you? Well, I do. Um, I you know, over the years, I built uh, six training programs and uh, all related to investing, and of course, the seven books. But if you're an investor, go, go to realestatewithgarywilson.com, okay? And on the page, you'll see five little leader books, or basically five pages each. I'm sorry, there, there's six of them now. But really, what I would suggest is click on the members area. I know you're, if you're, you're probably not a member if, uh, if you don't know this, but click on that one, because on the left-hand side, if you're a member, you log in and get everything there. If you're not a member, go to the right-hand side. And go in and get in there. You get it for 30 30 days for free. Grab all the books you can get. Yep, all all seven books, 300 some odd different recordings on anything related to real estate, um, marketing campaigns, website resources. I mean, treat it like it's Christmas. But I will tell you this. In addition to that, go to globalinvestoragent.com. Globalinvestoragent.com. Find yourself one of our our investors. We're we're all over the place. We're in 27 states, national team. Every one of them is trained by me. So I focus my energy now, Chris, on training those agents and those brokers how to serve the investor, identify, analyze, negotiate on and off market deals. We have access, I've purchased the access to every county uh, uh, base for property records, court records, pupil records. We know everything about everybody, okay? Um, in addition to that, you can see the profiles, you can search by name, you can search by state. So if you're listening and you're an agent and you you realize you don't have a complete model because if all you're doing is showing open house and driving buyers all the way around 50 houses in the evening when your kids are at home, you know, you should check this out because when you work yeah. with investors work during the day, we don't work on nights and weekends. We work That's during right. the day That's right. and guess how many transactions we get on average per client. You have four. <laughs> That's a dramatic difference. And, and I know some One agents get frustrated with right. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, if you if you're trying to be a, a residential agent working with investors, you're going to get frustrated. And so are the investors. Get the training because it's a different mindset. It's a different motivation. It's a different set of skills and talents and method processes. And if you're still trying to point out the pretty carpet and the chandeliers to them, you're going to lose them. But if you can point out the 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 ink potential we call upside potential downside risk we have formulas for that that you learn show them that that's what's going to impress them we don't ever have to have buyers age degree or sign with our investors because they love the stuff that we have yeah. so I wouldn't just go you can you can um you can, you can get a meeting with me by the way there's a section on where you can click and talk to Gary or whatever and I'll interview Perfect. you and I'm not saying it's for everybody it's not for everybody but if you got the ambition and the drive and you want to invest yourself that's of our team culture, we don't just teach you how to earn commissions; we teach you how to invest it. Okay, wow. so uh, it, it's a it's a different model, and man, is it uh, it's growing it's growing pretty fast. Actually, it's the, we're the fastest growing team in the country right now. In fact, we're awesome. continually ranked one, two, or three nationally. And uh, you know, we 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 have a philosophy that is we want you to participate in the same product that you're helping other people buy and sell. Get a piece of that American dream. Get your piece of pie for you and your family. Leave a legacy for your children. You can do that when you own real estate, okay? Uh,
0: love it. I love yeah. it. Gary, that's awesome. That's an awesome message. And look, I want to leave with the quote that you have on your website. You say, your level of success will not exceed your level of personal development. So, I hope you're motivated by Gary's story today. He's got a ton of resources out there as we do at nextlevelincome.com. Check out Gary's website. We're going to have all of the websites that he listed in the show notes. Gary, thank you so much for sharing your story, your resources with our listeners today.
1: You're very welcome. Just remember, guys, education, information plus action equals results. That's the formula. So, Chris, thanks again for having me. It's been, been a pleasure. I enjoyed interviewing you online. And- Return the favor. Uh, this is how the work makes the world go around. Abundance-minded people,
0: you know. I love it, Gary. Thanks yeah. again. Okay, take care. Hey, Chris, here again. I hope you found this episode valuable. Now, I have one more thing to gift to you. We have a page for my coaching clients where you can get a free copy of my book, as well as much more from previous guests on the show. Just check out nextlevelincome.com/coaching to get a free copy of my book, audiobook, and much more. I'll send you a copy of my book and cover all the shipping costs as a thank you for listening to the podcast. Also, please like, share, and take just 90 seconds to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts.